Hello, 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 everybody, and we're back for another wonderful Monday of Common Sense Uncensored, of course, coming out from Grand Fork's best source. As always, we're on Rumble, YouTube, Facebook. For audio only, you can go to Podbean, and please share the link. And uh, before I introduce my wonderful guest to you today, I would like to share some good news, because we can always use some good news, and that is... The last show we talked about uh, Hillsboro's uh, $12 million bond, and uh, we won one. We won one. Uh, the bond failed, and it failed by 24 votes. So it was a close one, and Hubby and I uh, went and watched the voting process and stuff. And also, just uh, to mention that uh, West Fargo had a bond vote for considerably larger and theirs went down in flames, too. And I think that this means that maybe people are tired, very, very, very tired of uh, having themselves be considered the bank of North Dakota in many ways for a lot of these school districts. But my fellow culprit in crime here is Mr. Bruce Moe, otherwise known as my husband. And he was with me there in Hillsboro and stuff. So uh, kudos to you, Brucey, for for uh, helping us uh, watch that vote. I have to admit, I would much rather watch paint dry than do that, but uh, I think we need, to, we need to be working out with folks and we need to understand that we have to get involved. We, we, we can talk a good game, but the, the, the critical mass comes, in my opinion, is, is when you step out and do something. So we went and watched the vote count on, on that Tuesday, and I will say that I could have easily had a box of popsicles in the room and they would not have <laughs> melted any. It was a little cold in there when we said we wanted to stay and watch, watch the vote. But, but so we, did, we won one. I wanted everybody to start out on a positive note. But now we're going to quickly segue into things that were very important and very much on the, on the what shall we say, the radar, honey, and yeah. disappeared. Yes, I'd say. And by the way, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> uh, Kiddo's almost going to drop that that three hellos thing, but I made sure she did, and it's obviously oh, yes, very dear. catchy. Yes, they're very catchy. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yes. And, oh, and what are we going to talk about? I mean, we're going to talk about things that we have. How the heck do we do this? How are we going to elect good people when we can't remember what the heck happened three months ago? You mean our thirty our thirty second attention span? Yes, we got to get do better than that. I mean, I'm thinking of all the important things, things that really make a difference in your lives and other people's lives that you just seem to like. Oh, okay, we'll forget about that one. We got a new episode we got a new tragedy and i know i know our politicians are always always looking for something else they do not want anything solved you look at all the things that happened in long time ago that are never been solved and caused a hell of a lots of problems for the for us so well I, the thing is is that it we move from crisis to crisis to crisis and the government seems to excel in forming crises and then they come up with the supposed solution which never really works and then they move on to the next one but i'm actually very interested in what the hell happened to maui maui what the hell is maui yeah oh, oh okay what the heck did happen let's see there's too many one problem that they had is there's way too much uh how do we say questions, questions about what happened in yes, Maui? Yes, and, and it was very, very suspicious stuff. And they sit there and they don't want that to be shown, uh, to come out. And and if there's too many people that stick with it, they're that they're going to have to admit some things that there's some uh, well nefarious happenings there. The, the, the problem I had was the fact that obviously. The fire moved quickly. Um, they originally started out claiming cl climate change, and then they quickly switched over to electrical. But then what happened is, why only certain areas burned? Why, why was Oprah's enclave and many of the other multimillionaires enclaves on Maui left pristine? And the best part was this. The people that lived in that town and lived in that area that burned were not being allowed back in. And no news people were being were being allowed in with cameras or anything. There was literally a blackout 
for any form of communication. And I watched a few of the people that actually snuck back in and were showing a variety of things that didn't make sense, like the fire moving down a road and leaving an entire area of trees green. Uh, There was a lot of things that they were trying to raise questions about. The people of Maui were asking questions, and it just stopped. It was like somebody dropped the garage door on it, and it... It's done. It's over with. There's, you can ask as many questions as you want. You're not getting answers about Maui anymore. Nope, you're not. And uh, and that's it. I mean, we have we have a media that is complicit with our, uh, shall we say, the elites. Because I mean, who's going to buy? That's a beautiful property out it there. It is. I mean, heck, if I was a young kid, I'd try to go out there and I'd talk to some of those people about buying some of that land too. And of course, we could afford it because some some. Uh, uh, well, well, the, the developers, the, the developers yes. were out there within three days after yes. after the after the dust had barely settled. They were out there already talking to people, and and I do want to bring up one thing: how many billions of dollars have we sent to Ukraine, and we gave these people seven hundred bucks? Uh, they all got seven hundred bucks. I mean, that's I'm sure I'm sure the Ukrainian people got less than that, though. <laughs> I well, mean, I, I mean, obviously. not doubting that at all, dear. <laughs> yeah. But well, I mean, and as, as a matter of fact, I'd assume. Lots of our politicians got way over seven hundred bucks for for sending money to Ukraine. Well, that sounds like it's probably illegal. But well, here's the other thing. The other thing that I want to talk about, as long as we're talking about Ukraine, is the fact that this government shutdown and stuff was not. It may impact the future money going to Ukraine, but the past, the, the, there was some stuff that was scheduled to go before this. That's still going. So they were prepared to tell our military and other people, pound stand, we're not going to pay you. But yet they're still going to send the billions. Of, what the hell is going on in Ukraine that Ukraine is so damn special that nobody seems to be questioning where the money's going? Meanwhile, meanwhile, there's videos showing up in Russia of a lot of our armament being being used in Russia because they've captured it or it's been sold in the Ukraine and other areas. There's there's terrorist groups that are using. In fact, they've been caught, including in Mexico. Some of the uh, some of the the gangs and stuff are using armaments that can be traced directly back to the Ukraine. So it's not just the money that's at issue in the in the Ukraine, but it's all the armaments and stuff that we've been sent, sending over. And just last week, Kramer was on the radio saying that we're winning in the Ukraine, like hell we are. I love it when you say Kramer. It I'm just sorry. Makes me, it just it gets me a little nauseous. And we'll talk about this later about uh, primarying those. Well, whatever. Getting but, but, rid of but still, but what happened right to the Ukraine? What, what is well, the Ukraine is still semi big news, kinda. Not really. But it's not. It's it's not where it should be, especially for the money that we're putting in there. And I tell you, as far as what's happening, okay, why are they in the Ukraine? Okay, simply because uh, simply because they're so damn corrupt over there that they know everybody. Yes. everybody's going to get some good money for this, and that's why they're there. It, and obviously, that's not the only not, reason. No, but and I tell you what. These people over there, I talked to them. You met, you met some we, of the Ukrainian people, too. We both know them. Too. We both they know all, people from the before Ukraine. Before this thing started, they are talking about how terrible it was there. The politicians were so corrupt. And, not, and it's like going, this just proves it. But it also proves that we're just as corrupt. I was just going to say, pot, meat, kettle. Yeah, right. Because it is. It, it's, it's getting scary. And it's, it's yeah. I don't know what to say about what we could do about it because it seems like it's so massive. And that's why lots of people get frustrated and lots of people just pass on the, uh, the tragedy from one tragedy to the next. And it's like going, okay, we'll forget about it because we can't do anything well, about it. And then it. McCarthy turned on us because oh. he, and, and said, well, he, they passed that stopgap bill for 45 days. Be, and he was embarrassed because of the, the lack. Uh, he wanted to be the adult in the room. And I'm like, man, don't go, don't go there. The, at least there were some Republicans that were willing to go to the mat. Now, what, I'm not saying they're gods. 
uh, or anything like that. But at least in this instance, there were a few Republicans on the conservative end that were willing to say, shut her down and and let's let's reevaluate the situation. And then McCarthy, of course, the the great uniter, basically got a bunch of the Democrats to back him, although guests from Florida is supposed to be going after McCarthy. And now here's the problem. I'm, I'm so doggone cynical. I'm wondering if this isn't just more show, another bright, shiny object to keep those of us here in the trenches satisfied that somebody somewhere is doing something. Meanwhile, they're sneaking crap past us in the back alley. So I'm, I'm, that, that's kind of why I wanted to start the show with a win here. Because even when we think somebody's doing something, Nowadays, they're really not. Hunter is not going to be prosecuted to any great stretch. Biden is going to, even if by some stretch of the imagination he's impeached, all of this stuff that's leaking is only leaking because the Democrats want him to move along. That's the only reason we're even seeing this. So if you're listening to the Hunter Biden and the impeachment and everything else, thinking that finally the Republicans got something right, I hate to break it to you, but this is nothing more than a continuation of theater. Oh, yes. And as far as as uh, the 45-day reprieve, what's that coming? Just before Thanksgiving and Christmas. Do you really think that the Republicans are going to shut down the government then? I mean, this is going to be and, – and what is this, the, the 20th uh, – uh, Temporary stop gap. I, don't know. I mean, this is what's really frustrating that we're still falling for it, and we're. It's like I don't think anybody I ever uh, that's intelligent at all goes, "Wow, that's great." I mean, because it's just such, such a bunch of crap when they sit there and say, "Oh, we'll just continue the resolution." I mean, it's just staying. They're saying, "Okay, we're gonna. We were at a terrible pace now." Or a deficit and stuff is going bigger and bigger all the time, but we're just going to keep it that way. We're not going to do a damn thing about it, and we're because we like it. Well, here's the thing: I would like to refer to the government shutdown as two weeks to uh, adjust the curve. <laughs> I mean, how long were we shut down? How long were many people that own small businesses unable to make an yes. income? How long were many people unable to go shopping? How long were elderly people kept without any ability to have contact with their relatives and stuff? But it's outrageous for us to shut down the government. Now, I want to bring some... You do know that that was supposed to be 15 days. That was a long-ass 15 days. It was over almost two freaking years before anything started. That's more than 15 days, isn't it? Well, not if you're the government. But I want to point something out. Current statistics, 24 million, over 15% of the workforce. This includes military, public, national, local, state, and federal. Currently work for the government. And 16 million of those are at state and local level. So I've got to say, when we're wondering what our tax dollars are paying for, uh, let's just say it's bloated government. Because 15% of the workforce now is government. And somebody has got to pay for that because the government, remember, does not generate any money. That has to come from us. And unless we find a way to reduce those things. We're going to continue to overspend. We're going to continue to overtax. And we're not going to see any relief on either end anytime soon. You know, that 15%, and they actually about uh, seven years ago, their median uh, income for, for, the, uh, for, for the federal employees beat out the average co- uh, average. Uh, cost of cost living, of, or not cost of living, but average paycheck for a uh, n- non-federal or non-state employee. Well, here's the thing: the National Federation of Federal Employees, one one of the unions that represents federal re- workers, estimated 2.1 million civilian federal workers could see delayed paychecks, and roughly 4 million federal contact contract workers would receive no paycheck. Meanwhile, the Capital Area Food Bank in Washington told NPR it was making preparations for as many as 100,000 federal workers who would need food assistance if the government shut down. I'm sorry, but but where was all of this assistance and crap for us when the two-week to to adjust the curve showed up? And, oh, I know, they printed money and sent us those COVID checks, but how long did that take? And why did we need them? 
We need them because the government created a crisis and then the solution wasn't there to fix the crisis. There's no, yes, no doubt about that. That they that's the idea. We have they try to keep us in fear. We, and we always are in fear of it. I mean, sit there and 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 there's always going to be unfortunately kind of a semi little war between the uh, private sector and the public sector, and it's not helping us any. Well, we're going to pick up on that and find more things that disappeared, but first we're going to go to Churchill's Shoes. October is SAS month at Churchill's Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. Churchill's Shoes is in their new location, and all SAS shoes are on sale all October long. Churchill's Shoes has been in business for over 65 years and know what the best shoes are for your comfort and well-being. It's SAS Shoes. Churchill Shoes can cater to all your footwear needs, whether men's or women's shoes, from slim to triple wide. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturdays from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or go online at churchillshoesnd.com. SAS Shoes, your feet will be glad you got them at Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. That's Churchill Shoes. If you want to feel like you're walking on air, head over there because those are the folks that can help you do that. Okay, I'd like to get back to things that have disappeared. Uh, You know, the other funny thing that I found, and it wasn't funny, but it was interesting, is the fact that out of the entire Epstein thing, which has since, again, been buried, whatever happened to uh, the customers being prosecuted? So far, it was Epstein and his assistant... Uh, gazelle or whatever the heck her name was but but whatever happened to the people that flew to the island why weren't why weren't they and ever checked into deeper and why has that just suddenly gone off the uh the market that's amazing because obviously if they were involved in january 6th being kind of peons they would have definitely been found at all costs by the fbi the and but no, no, these these guys obviously were not the peons. They are not us. They are the elites that go to the island. Obviously, you could sit there and they're the ones with the money and the power. So they're never going to be that. Their little uh, list of the people that attended will never be seen. Well, you know, you said a really good point. They phone pinged and credit card pinged people all over for January 6th. In fact, one guy's going to spend, isn't it, 22 years in prison? 22 years. And he wasn't even there. there. Uh, But they decided that he was an agitator. But we we can't seem to come up with one solid lead on anybody that was actually active on Epstein's Island. I find that just interesting as hell. And it's gone. It's gone from the narrative. It's like, well, what would it have been? Two years ago, maybe maybe three, but now it's all gone. But with the movie that came out, Sound of Freedom with Child Trafficking, one would have thought that would have brought that forward again to the forefront, and it never did. Sound of Freedom. Do you guys remember that? Oh, that was four or five months ago, and you guys forgot about it. That's, that's, that's like I say, how the heck are we ever going to get our government straight if we cannot remember what the important things four or five months ago? I took a great deal of, of concern about that for myself because I felt almost guilty because I had a person, a, a Native American, renting from me for like three to four years, and she was a good girl, and, and she really had some kids that she really loved and took care of those kids. And, but, and why did she leave the reservation? Because of this, of the kids being Abused. Abused, not, not abused and actually stolen. Disappearing. Yes, disappearing is huge numbers, and we haven't done a damn thing about it. And we're not doing a dang thing about it. I mean, the sound of freedom sounded like it might get something done. It didn't get nothing done, did it? I well, mean, how many of you people out there sit there and say, sound of freedom, wow, I, I kind of went and I might remember that, but you don't. You know, you let it go. We can't be letting this stuff go, especially when you, you talk about, we always talk about how important it is, the kids. You know, they're supposed to be, well, you, every, every educator talks about how important the kids are. Has any educator ever talked about anything? I mean, everybody that talks about getting something done with uh, child abductions 
is full of crap. Well, you know, that's that's because the educators are more worried about protecting the child from the parents because the parents don't want their kid to change genders and be on hormones and everything else. The school will turn you in for that. Yes. Well, that, that's big money for them. And also, by the way, this is big money for these elites, too. I mean, we're talking how many billions of dollars a year? I thought it was $11 billion a year. It's uh, more than that. Is it, it might be. I, I can't remember exact numbers, but it's outrageous how much money, well, should we say the perverts? Yeah, I'm, a, I mean, I'm fine I mean, with obviously that. Obviously, if you sit there and you're going to have sex with a little girl, you are a sick-ass bastard. But they're trying to normalize that. Yeah, have you noticed that? With all the oh, LGBT oh, yes. alphabet soup thing, it's all getting to be normalized. And, and they're, what they're trying to do is desensitize us to that idea that that is wrong and that, that everything like along that line is perfectly normal. And because we can't keep it in the forefront, it seems to be apparently working. Awesome. It's yeah. really working yeah. with our kids. Oh yes! Oh my God! They're they're just they're, they're they are. How do you put it? I mean, they're indoctrinated, s- indoctrinated, and they're also like such victims always, and they and that's why they're so. I hate to say it, but nowadays these kids are extremely weak. I mean, we're having what's the number one problem with the kids in uh, their their mental health? Suicide. Suicides are you know, huge. I want to mention something about that because I have a premise. I taught for 20 years, and my premise is this, is that I believe we're raising children infused with arrogance but not pride. And now, hang with me, okay, because, <laughs> because what's the deal here? Children everywhere are getting blue ribbons. Everybody's a winner. Anytime they set a goal, if they miss it, it's okay, it's fine, you tried. Our educational standards are currently being set so low, you have to climb out of a pit <laughs> because the standards are now below oh, ground. Wow. It, the, take a look. If you question me, take a look at your child's school and see how many people there are on the A and the B honor mm-hmm. roll because it's supposed to be a bell curve. Okay, there, There's supposed to be very, very few people at the A uh, uh, there should be more at the C, B, D, and then very few, hopefully, at the F. But we've got so many people populating the A and B honor rolls. It's so inflated, it's, it's apparent even to the students that you can't flunk. Deep inside, I believe our children realize that they have nothing to be proud of. They're accomplishing nothing. Uh, there's no real stretching anymore of their mental uh, capacity. They're, they're not being... F- being asked to to achieve higher standards in their in their math and their English and other things. In fact, we're lowering the standards, and they're still not able to make them. And we're telling everybody that it's all right. We're not even raising the bar in physical. Remember? Do you remember the the president's physical fitness test sure. we used to have to take every I, year? I did an average on it, a little bit better. But what I'm saying is, what we're what we're breeding is arrogance alongside hopelessness. Because deep inside, I think these kids realize that they're accomplishing nothing. So they're in search from external self-fulfillment rather than finding it intrinsically, internally, because they've accomplished nothing. So that's why I think we have such high not only suicide rates, but this gender conversion and everything else. Because people are so, oh, you're, you've realized that you're not the proper gender. Or you're a furry and, and you're, or, or you're, and what this is, is, yeah, I get it. It's a blanket statement. But when we're looking at the problem of suicide and all of this gender confusion and everything else, we're looking at the masses. And I think what we're breeding is arrogance versus pride in an accomplishment. Because deep inside, you've got to know. Yes. You're accomplishing nothing. Yes. Arrogance. You're going to destroy it. And you should have pride in yourself. But you should have You have to reason. earn it. You have to have a reason to it. I mean, and we'll get back to it. Trophies for everyone. Yep. That's what it's, that's what it's about. And it's like going, are you kidding me? No, 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 no. Don't do that. And as far as the bell curve, yeah. That is back when I learned about the bell curve, it was basically... Three percent on the highest percentage. That means three percent of you, you guys, should be A students. Seventeen percent would be Bs, and about fifty some five percent 
of them are C's. And of course, you, you go don't to, even see close you go, to that. And you go to the opposite direction, you'd still have to have 17% get D's and 3% get F's. So that's how the bell curve used to be. And now it goes, the bell curve isn't even close yeah, well, to Well, you a don't bell. even have a bell curve. No, no. What do you got? Just a, just a spike up the middle? But here, this is what's so frustrating for me is we have superintendents and everybody else all over the place saying how great education is now because we have more A and B students <laughs> than ever before. Yet when they're, when they're looking at the actual statistics, uh, that's when it gets, it gets really ugly because we're looking at basically achievement ratings are now in the 30 percentiles, the 30 to 30 to 40 percentiles. And 40 is, is I'm, giving, I'm being generous when I go to 40s, in things like English language, math, and other things. And that's across the board. That's statewide and federal. And we've got all of these educators that are saying how great a job they're doing at that percentile. And I'm, as an instructor, I'm sitting there going, uh, oh, hell to the no. That, and, and these kids have got to know in their hearts that they are accomplishing nothing. They're being showered with all of this uh, effuviance uh, of, of, oh, you're such a wonderful little person. But you got to know you're, you're, doing, you're doing squat. Yes. I mean, in, well, worldwide. Rankings. Oh, gosh. We're, we're we used to be. And I, I think, and I can't remember how many years ago, it was less than two decades, obviously. We're the first. We're number one. We are now at 34th or 35th, it depends on who you ask, and sinking like a rock. So, yes, it's getting worse and worse, and we're not doing a damn thing about it. As a matter of fact, I think, I don't know. I'm going to sit there and be a cynical guy, and I think it's, it's what the uh, people want. The certain people, the elites, shall we say, they want a dumbass population in this country, and guess what they're getting? It, this can't be, this cannot be accident or, 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 uh, or just hap chance. This is malfeasance. Ignorant people are easier to control. And what we're teaching them also is, is to follow directions, don't question, walk in a line, Hold on to the rope when you're walking. We're teaching them from the time they're very little. Walk in a line, hold on to the rope, and, and, and follow the directions. When I would assign an assignment, uh, I would invariably, there'd be hands that would go up. How long should it be? <laughs> and I'd go, how long do you think it needs to be? Well, well, how many pages, Kit? I mean, come on, you need to be more specific. And I said, here's the thing. Life often isn't very specific. Now, if you hand in a paragraph, I can probably guarantee you, that's too short. But what I don't want to see is I tell you it needs to be 10 pages. You write five pages of brilliance, five pages of crap, because I told you to write 10 pages. You got to write it. I got to read it. Nobody's going to be happy. So let's do this. What do you need to do to get me the information that I'm requesting in the most effective, statistically correct, factually researched manner? Get me that. And we'll see what grades you got. And I, I'm, I'm, st- I'm going to go with, I'm probably going to irritate a whole bunch of people today, but I'm going back to mom and dad too. Besides the educators who obviously don't teach you with a pen, pen and paper like they should be and don't teach math worth a crap, but mom and dad, really, go to your room, get your iPad, stay there all night uh, watching that and just staring at all this crap that you shouldn't be worrying about that is our problem mom and dad get your heads out of your butts you can make this a lot better for your kids in the long run we're going to talk about that a little bit more when we get back from this ad from executive properties are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done asap well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Oh, 
Okay, and we are back. And you know, you mentioned you mentioned iPads and stuff. I saw actually a commercial the other day that was complaining about the screen time that our kids are. are they said the average average kid spends three hours a day on social media, and that we need to be taking the screens away from them. And I had to sit back and laugh because standard equipment in every school right now is an iPad. Yes, that's that's crazy. It's like get a piece of paper, so we're, we're get a compl- pencil, well, and teach people. We're something. complaining about their screen time, and then what do we do? We hand them an iPad. Yes, that's right. That would be Health and Human Services. The <laughs> Just ad saying. We, I mean, it's like going and Health and Human Services is really a, it's it's a questionable terms. Well, you know, here's the thing. What, when I look at agencies like Health and Human Services, especially after the pandemic and the COVID hysteria and everything else, I'm looking at the weaponization of our government. Mm-hmm. And, and it's got me scared to frickin' death because we're looking at, uh, well, okay, so we won, we won the school bond vote in yes. Hillsborough. And what's the very first thing I see in the paper when they said that they lost? Well, we're very disappointed, so now we're going to raise the mills. These people are tone deaf. The reason they lost the bond was because people are tired of being taxed. And the, the addition right before this last one, when they thought they were going to win the bond vote, they said there was no reason to raise the mills and stuff because all of our houses had gone up astronomically in value. So there would be no, but now they lost their vote. So now we're going to raise the mills. I mean, these people are freaking tone deaf. And even saying, oh, your houses are worth so much. One, you'd have to be able to, willing to sell it. And, of course, then you'd have to give up capital gains and all this kind of stuff. And then, obviously, what about inflation? Come on. You really think that these houses are going to be saving you? You are lost. Well, that's interesting to me because every, every time the governments are doing this, they're raising mills, they're raising valuations, they're doing all this. They're all quoting inflation. Like, we're not having any out here in the trenches. Like, the yes. only place inflation is is in government, and they've got to pay their employees more. It's going to cost them more to salt the streets. It's going to, you know. And I'm sitting out here going, fully aware. And there's people that are worse off than us, fully aware, because they're struggling. And we aren't even into heating season yet. And, and they're raising the costs of their utilities, city utilities, and everything else. And, well, you know, things are getting more expensive. Dude, we got it. We know it. But why you think that you're going to be able to do all of this on our backs is what, again, tone deaf. Tone deaf. Yes, property taxes. Well, we talk, you're going to be talking about that pretty soon on the program again. I and hope to be able very, to have Rick Becker back on and see very, how we're doing. very important that we do something about that where obviously they want to be able to control you by raising your property taxes. They're going to keep you in, in line. Well, here's the other thing that I think is, you know, they're talking about, well, how are we going to budget if you take away property taxes? And I have to say, well, you know what? Here's the thing. If you want to control someone's spending, you cut their credit cards in half, you take away the piggy banks, and you look at them and you say, now you're going to have to learn to do more with less, you're going to actually have to learn to budget, and you're going to have to learn to make things that are old last longer. You're not always going to be able to have the next bright, shiny new phone or the next bright, shiny new school building. What I would actually like to see us do is eliminate property taxes and then go to the people that are in charge of our government, state, city, county, and go. Now, here's the deal. Piggy bank's gone. Why don't you now try to figure it out? There's a reason we have the debt at the federal level we do. It's because nobody's willing to turn off the tap and say, deal with it. Nobody's willing to shut down and go, hey, guys, deal with it. We don't, we don't stop kicking the can down the road. We don't stop looking at the people out here in the trenches as nothing more than money that can be ripped out of their wallets and handed to somebody else. And apparently we're too stupid to understand that inflation is involved here. No, no, we really have a really good idea about inflation. Yes. Yes, we do. Ah, now we're talking weaponization of the government. Absolutely, because that's what property taxes are. Yeah, it is. 
and we got some other problems too. It's uh, unfair uh, weaponization of the government too. How I about mean, unjust justice system? Unjust justice system, definitely. Yeah. Can, can the you way live with me calling the, it that? The way they're using this is kind of outrageous. I mean, the January 6th people, remember how they're being hounded to beat hell forever, and they're, they're still looking for more of them, and they're still getting more of yep. them. But before, at the same time, actually a little bit after, what happened with BLM? How many of them guys? I mean, you Minneapolis, are, yeah. Seattle, uh, wa- you know, Washington State, Fargo, North Dakota. They're breaking things. They destroyed things, and nothing, nothing's happening. Come on now, weaponization. Do you think there's some, there's different uh, uh, standards. levels, standards, levels of prosecution here? It's getting outrageous. Well, let and me. We're give, not doing a dang thing about it. Let me give you an example. All right, uh, Drew Wrigley. My favorite. uh, Just ruled that the Fargo City Commission did a bad thing. What they did was a a citizen had come forth and requested some information. I believe it was one of the the city council minutes or whatever. And it took them over four weeks to get the minutes and the information that this gentleman requested. And it was unfortunate. When they finally sent it to him, there was no explanation for why it took so long and everything else. And the guy, Drew Wrigley, said, yes, they violated uh, the open meeting things, the information, freedom of information, and all that other stuff. But he said, there's nothing I can do because he eventually got the information. But here's the kicker. The reason the guy wanted the information was because he wanted to be able to intelligently go and talk to the city commission at their next meeting. Well, four weeks later, when that uh, information finally got to him, it was, gee, conveniently too damn late for him to address the problem as he saw it. And yet, what's going to happen to the city commission of Fargo? Nothing. Because Drew Wrigley said, well, he got the information. So this is a perfect case of where they violated the law. They, in my opinion, they violated this guy's rights, constitutional, constitutional rights, rights yes, and there's nothing we can do because, well, he got the information. I mean, and so we're going to walk away and let it go an, another time because, well, you know, there, it's just not a big enough deal. You know what? Any person that has their rights violated, it's a big damn deal. And the fact that we have supposedly, supposedly legal people in charge that are going to go, eh, yeah, he got the information, you know, no big deal here. Move on, move on. Well, that would be Drew Wiggly. I mean, the guy is very, very easy to talk to, and he's so personal. Charming. But I tell you what, talk about a snake in the grass. I mean, that's that's not a nice thing to say. You know, say he can be a somebody. snake in the grass all he wants to, but do your damn job, man. Yes, he does. He does have a way of doing that, of, of trying to get away for, with things, too. Remember, obviously, he was involved in the uh, Wilston thing. He says, oh, we can't do anything about that, neither. What the heck? But he's going to, oh, but he is going to do something about your Second Amendment rights, which we're going to talk about well, in a second, because he he's at, during, during the uh, Fargo shooting he goes, well, we got to get rid of this part, this thing. And it's like going, oh. Now, here's, here's, gonna... here's what's interesting about that. You're, you're right. Williston, $377 million of taxpayer money missing. But we can't do a thing about it. Drew Wrigley, well, I can't do a thing about it unless the school board, who, by the way, approved all of that malfeasance because of their internal audits passing through, they rubber check. So they're the ones that have to now request that they are investigated. And until they request that they're investigated, Wrigley can do nothing. But, but, a state's attorney can do this. Luke, Luke Simons, uh, um, yes. he was out working with some people that were doing um, combining and stuff like that. And it appeared that he, he had bought a car, a vehicle, from a neighbor and hadn't gotten it registered yet. I think mo- a lot of us are... Guilty for putting that on the back burner because, dear Lord, going to the DMV is such a fun experience and other things. But so he got pulled over. He was found to have illegally registered a vehicle. Okay? So here's what happens. He now cannot have any guns. Second Amendment rights. Hmm. Well, what the hell did that go? Here's the thing. And this is how this worked. 
He comes in and he's standing before the judge and he says, sir, you know, I, I've got to tell you, uh, yep, I did it. I, I blew off registering the vehicle. That's on me. I get it. But I feel that it's kind of extreme under these circumstances. By the way, it's a class B misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's what happens. The state's attorney there stands up and goes, oh, no, no, we have to take his guns because we're putting him on one year of unsupervised probation. And the law is if you're on unsupervised probation, we automatically have to take your guns. Isn't that special? And, of course, we, everybody or some of you probably don't know who Luke Simmons was. He was a guy that irritated uh couple of female legislators. Yeah, we'll go with Roar Jones and Amy Lee. I mean, the, the cream of the crop as far as... North crony, Dakota elite. Crony capitalist. I mean, and it, that's, that's why he's in this situation. He was... He, he was, was ousted from his yes, job as a legislator. Because... We, he, we actually canceled his people's votes were canceled, and all of the other legislators ousted him. So in other words, they said, screw the people that voted him in. He offended one of us. He has to go. Yes. The right How elitist is not, that? Do not irritate the uh, wrong people in North Dakota. They will, they will come after you. And now, that happened quite a while ago, and now he's pulled over for license tabs, and he's going to have to shuttle all of his guns someplace to a neighbor or whatever because he's not going to be able to be around them for a year. So for a year, he's not going to be able to defend himself. He's not going to be able to hunt. He's not going to be able to do anything like that, which his Second Amendment rights uh, say that he can do because he didn't register his vehicle in a timely manner, people. Now, how safe do you feel? When is the next small thing going to happen? A speeding ticket? Jaywalking? Uh, I don't know what else they can come up with where you're going to be having one of your constitutional rights taken away from you because an elitist has decided you've offended them. Yes. And, well, heck, we can go all the way with this weaponization up to uh, former President Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I mean, what are they doing to him? This is outrageous. He's in court today. Yeah, actually, he started. They yep. starting, and, and it's going to be in New York, and it's going to be one of those judges that hates him, that's presiding over him, and he won't recuse himself because he has a job. He This is something just like Luke Simmons in, in North Dakota. We got rid of him because he wasn't what the elites want. And in Washington, Donald Trump's Definitely continually, not continually getting hammered. Now, I do... I mean, I'm not saying this because of uh, I'm a huge Trump fan, fan of Trump fan. I I would vote for him be, si- simply because of what the crap is behind him. But uh, he isn't he isn't my favorite person. I mean, but he has he has and did do a pretty good job. But he pissed off a lots of the wrong and people. and is still pissing them off. And here's yes. the thing that bothers me: this judge take it, takes it upon himself. He says he reviewed all the evidence. Yeah, and he's decided that that uh, that he, the these things were overinflated, like a bank doesn't take a look at the property and go, nah, dude, you really think, you think this is worth a hell of a lot. What person out there hasn't gone in for a loan or something and said, but, but our, our, our house is worth this. And, and, and the bank said, nah, no, it's not. So this is BS from the start. But then the guy says he's going to break up the, in, and sell all the assets off. This is criminal in, in my mind. Oh, and I'm just going to, I want to get back to that because it's important because it can happen to all of us. But our last profit margin break is, oh, for heaven's cakes. And I want everybody to know that there is nothing better than treating yourself to some good home-made goods. And those are the baked goods that come from, oh, for heaven's cakes. You'll find the best cupcakes and cakes for any special occasion or just a treat. Walk in to find out more. But I'm warning you, you won't want to leave once you check and see what's under the counter that they've got waiting for you. Oh, for heaven's cakes, on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall. They're open Tuesdays through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays from 9 to noon. Call 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253. Or go to oh, for heaven's cakes at yahoo.com and be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Over heaven's cakes in the Grand Cities Mall, people. Okay. Good cupcakes. They are. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're trying to watch our weight, and this is not the ad for me to be doing, but that's all right. 
the thing is, is when, when can we get away from this weaponization where they're able to use the FBI, the judicial system, and everything else in a two-tiered, three-tiered system where you have the elites, the favored, and then the rest of us that are down here constantly being, being basically taken out? When are we going to get rid of it? Well, it's at just as soon as we all just learn where our positions are, that we will respect their authority at 100%. We are doing things wrong. Like right now, me and you wouldn't, are not making, will not make the, the, the uh, good list. <laughs> no. You know, we are on the naughty list. And, and, it's, and that's the problem with poor guy like Luke and, and Donald. They're there, and the and the fellas at January sixth. I mean, they're on the bad list, and they're getting their asses kicked. So our options are basically sit down, shut up, toe the line, and we'll tell you what you can say, what you can think, what you can do, or we're going to take you out, and we're going to use the government, and we're going to use the judicial system to do it. I do believe that's what I'm hearing, and it sure does make sense because I mean, I'm watching this. This is getting ugly. I mean, and we got a couple couple examples but there's hundreds of them that are out there it's like going wow there's two well i don't know how many tiers. january 6th really really brought it home to a lot of people yes it did i mean and and we got so many comparisons to say why are they getting away with this kind of crap and the january 6th people getting their asses pounded my favorite is there's no evidence on the biden family for impeachment there is none. I mean, no, no. They, we well, we won't look for it. I mean, obviously, you turn your back to the evidence. You, you, there is nothing there. You don't have to look for it. All you have to do is look at the phone, the phone call logs, the email logs, and everything else. For God's sakes, what more evidence do you? We've even got the laptop. We've got pictures, people, and it means nothing. It is interesting, and but the only thing that's really scary. What's really scary is that it doesn't get any better no. when, you, when you get rid of Joe Biden, too. I mean, well, really. Kamala. Kamala. Oh, she's, yeah. And then, and of course, Newsom, too. I mean, talk of, uh, what, what the heck? You can't win. I mean, this is, this is ugly. Well, now that you mentioned you can't win, I want to bring up the thing that, uh, another thing that's missing. With, when we talk about... I have so many people, Kramer and everybody else, that's, that's going, well, then you need to get out and vote. But we're looking at election fraud, and suddenly everybody's talking about the uh, mystery ballots and the dead voting and everything else, but nobody's any longer talking about the machines. Isn't that interesting? And that goes back to another. That's one of our other things that we sit there and say, what the hell? How do you guys forget about this stuff so fast? The machines. You don't think it's it, they're they're... Gone, like it's not happening. And you know what's really disappointing? Because I always I listen to Charlie Kirk quite a bit, and I think he does pretty good. He doesn't mention the machines, all the all the bad things of elections. They can't say it. Nobody can. Nobody can say it. Nobody has the guts to say, "Wow, the machines are bad." During our election back in well, twenty twenty. The Republicans, sixty some percent, sixty seven percent, I think it was, thinks that there was malfeasance. malfeasance, cheating in the elections. What have you done about it? What are you pushing to do? Have you ever called anybody lately about it? No, you're at, you're not. And it's like, why why are we having problems? Well, we have our our own uh, uh, anchor people or 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 media media people. Scott Hannon, for one, they don't bring it up neither anymore. I mean, it's just like they, they're such fraud. They're, the, the, the media is such a bunch of frauds nowadays, too. Well, there is that a, a voting initiative that's, that is going to be uh, looking for signatures. 31,000 signatures are what they're going to need. And that is designed to take the machines out of it and just do the hand count. And I've got to say, um, you know, like I said, 24 ballots is what saved us from $12 million bond. And uh, it was even closer, well, not closer by the percentage, but it was four ballots that separated them in West Fargo. And the thing is, is that you, if we are going to find a way out of this that's peaceful, we have to get our vote back. We have to get a vote 
a voting system put in place that we can feel confident that if we lost, it wasn't taken from us. It wasn't, it wasn't a railroad where, you, oh, let me put it this way. Every time when I was in, when I, I worked in all sorts of large corporations and stuff, and they'd bring us all in and they'd ask us for our opinion. And we'd have these long meetings and everybody would get a chance to say what they thought about it and everything else. And it was funny because all of us that were sitting listening to the big head honchos, the CEOs and everybody else do the presenting and stuff, we're sitting there going, it doesn't matter what we say. This is all for show. The decision has been made. They're going to this way. They can say, well, we listened to you. We asked for your input. But we've decided to go in this direction. It's nothing more than that. It's a show. We're able to say, well, we've, we voted, so you're, you, you, you're allowed to comment. It's just too bad because you were, you were all so close. So this is what our voting has exactly become. I think I'm going to go more hopeless. Really? Uh, yes, simply because, okay, we sit there and we're going to worry about getting a Democrat and a Republican. Do you really think that we look at the years gone by? Okay, do you really think that the, that these Difference in crumbs the that we have in there now, we're talking Armstrong, Dor- uh, Armstrong Kramer, Kramer Hoven. and Hoven, was North Dakota any worse off when we had Pomeroy, Dorgan, and and uh, and Conrad, there's the same. No. Everything was just 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 as good, and everything was just as well. These guys aren't. I mean, we don't have any choice. It's not going to be a good situation if we do not start getting some people that really represent things that, and and work with work for things that can make a difference. We need people to stop when they go to vote. Just voting for the D or the R yes, behind the to, name. We we, and, and we also need people to stop listening to this. this. What I'm talking about is when a politician's lips are moving, they're lying. I, I, I'm positive of that. And, and the, Here's the thing. Go out and research what their voting record was and, exactly. and understand what the bills meant that they voted on. Don't just go out and see what the GOP said. Oh, look how well we voted for you on. This is what this bill was. Don't trust them that that's what that bill was. Go out, look at the bills. How, what does that mean to me? How did my representatives vote? Republican or Democrat? I don't care. How did my representatives vote? If it does not follow your values then don't vote them back in. Exactly. The first time, you could screw up. Okay, I voted for Doug Burgum the first time. <gasps> um, yes, yes, yes. And, of course, I ran against him the second time, <laughs> and I don't know who I'm going to run against this time. But also, you've got to sit there and do not, for the love of God, get it out of your heads. Do not listen to the media. Oh, God. You, even the... Uh, I'm, we're conservative, and... The mainstream media, because we're media right now. And, yes. and honest to gosh, I mean this when I say this, don't just believe me. That's why I'm telling you to go out and research. Exactly. You have to look at it. Don't listen to, uh, why am I going to get on Scott Hannon today? I, guess, I don't know. Because why would you listen to him? He's such an idiot. Uh, Jiminy. Okay, I know, I know, I'm harsh. But, but, but this it, is yes. a guy that, that goes wherever the money tree blows. Because he was... He was not for the carbon capture pipeline and everything else. And now that they're running ads about every third ad, Summit Carbon Solutions, oh, you guys are just, you guys are too stupid to understand what a great deal this is. And, and my gosh darn, I mean, if you just really understood this, no, no, I am not a blithering idiot. I am not stupid. I, I am able to do some research, and I realize what a bad deal Summit Carbon Solutions is, not just for North Dakota, but for every other state that it's going through. And the fact that it's asking us to fund it really torques me off. Yes, and I tell you what, you said that, uh, I said that on the radio to Scott. Yeah, he got he, real upset oh, with you. Oh, he was very upset about it. It's like going, hey, you know what you're doing. And don't try to lie to us, especially after you go to church. Well, and people that say, well, I'm not making money off of that, really. Yeah. Really. Then, then allow, me, allow me to tell you that if you do enough deep diving and investigating and you look at, yes, folks, even in North Dakota, the shell companies, the LLCs, the, the, the legislative people that have five, six, seven, eight, sometimes 12 to 20 
companies that just amazingly all of a sudden get contracts for construction and other things in North Dakota. Yes, folks, we have malfeasance and people making money from you that are supposed to be representing you under the legal system now. Let's put it this way. We are currently investigating the Biden family family for exactly that. And it's right in our backyard. And do you hear anybody saying a word about it? Nope. And, well, talk about uh, making money. I mean, I'm going to say something probably a little bit bad, but do you really think that there aren't a few kickbacks for Ukraine from our senators, our two senators, and our congressmen? Okay, if they're not making money directly, how many of them have stock in armament deals or stock with with a variety of other things where they're, they're, yes, it's an indirect connection, but they're still making more money the longer the war goes on. It's all legal. Yeah. Well, so is insider trading if you're in the legislature. Just don't be Martha Stewart. It's all legal, but is it ethical? And I have questions about it. And I would, (laughs) it's like, it's, if, one thing about somebody that's going to be in uh, in, in uh, uh, politics, they should have their whole income being able to be monitored. I would love to see what people, what our politicians really So make. many of them have offshore accounts and everything else, and that, but they're allowed to have that. Yes, yes. That would be impossible to do. I, especially nowadays, but I don't. Others I, okay, of them have I their have spouses. Very, I have very yes benefiting. Yes, I, I have. I'm very skeptical about the character that we have been electing for years. Uh, I'm I'm going to say something a little different. I think sometimes we elect really good people, but I believe that the situation of politics today is such that good people don't stay good for very long. I think it doesn't take very long for them to become one of the machine. And once you, once you do your first dalliance with the machine, you're not getting out because now you're one of them. They've got something on you. If you say anything against them, they can come back and now say something against you. So the person who maybe entered with good intentions is now just another cog. I don't believe that. <laughs> That's fine. I, th- I think we just elect a bunch of turds, and they stay turds, and they get more rich, richer turds. Well, the reason I'm saying what I'm saying is... is I, like, I like that you have that positive answer. Well, he- here's why. I'm, I worked for over 10 years for the Minnesota State Lottery, and I caught embezzlers. You, you remember me coming yep. home because I'd talk about it. I'd talk about, ah, God, I got another one. And it was not that I was happy that I got one, because every single time I got an embezzler, they were career criminals. They were nice people, people that a lot of times I knew very well. And, uh, and when I caught them, I would just sit there and look at them and kind of go, really? What, what? But they always had a really good explanation as to why they did it. The other explanation was always invariably two words. They, either they owed me because I'd been with them for so long and or I was going to pay it back. And I do, my other favorite was, I work so hard and they don't pay me enough. Then find another job. That's a big one. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is good people can rationalize themselves doing very bad things. And once you get in there, you're done. You're sunk. You've, you've, because invariably it never started out with the amounts that I caught. I didn't catch people for 5, 10, 15 bucks. I caught people for thousands of dollars and that's not the way they started they started small and i personally believe that our politicians start small but by the time that they are feinsteined out with flags at half mast they're leaving with millions of dollars all right well one thing i want to sit there and say we're almost done so close her up i tell you primary I want these guys up for election this time is going to be Armstrong, uh, Kramer, and Governor. I don't know who they have. I'm if he's to, not running, you know, busy, busy being president. I don't, I don't think he's going to run again. I'm going to go with uh, Drew Wigley or possibly 
um, what's his face, will come up. Armstrong will come up and, and change Decide he out. doesn't want to be a senator anymore. Yes. But I tell you what, those we have to find people, honest people that aren't in for the bucks. We have to find somebody that we can trust. Here's the thing, people. And that, so we do need a primary. We do need a primary. Get rid of those three, and or a third party would be great. I was see. just going to say that, honey. I was just going to say, don't don't lock yourself into the two party system, please, please. Take a look at the individuals. If there's somebody that's running as an independent, if there's somebody that's maybe a Democrat and you're a staunch Republican, but you like the way they vote or vice versa, start looking at the individual people. Do research. Don't go based on what somebody said. Don't go based on the fact that you're your, they're your neighbor. All the embezzlers I caught were somebody's neighbor. Somebody. The worst one I ever did, I'm going to end with this, was it was uh, a guy's stepmother and his uh, best friend of 20 years. So just because you know someone, they're your neighbor, and they're good people does not mean they're infallible. They are human. Human beings do bad things. But that's where we're at. When you are out there, do your research. And from us, hubby, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And for Common Sense Uncensored, we got another one in the can, people.